Welcome back to the Corey Lee Show. Hey, excited about our podcast episode today. The title is, What If? Hey, what if you are the key? So let's jump right on in. Um, Actually, I got this uh, thought. A friend of mine shared a podcast with me a while back. And in this podcast, one of the guys posed a very interesting question. He said, do you think society is moved forward more by someone who is 100% selfless or 100% selfish? You know, when I first heard that, my my immediate gut reaction response was like uh, selfless, for sure, right? Like, you can't be selfish, but, but think about the question for a minute. Is society moved forward more by someone who is 100% selfless or 100% selfish. And so as we're talking about this, we're actually talking about extremes, not middle ground, but we're talking about extremes. And the guy made the case that society actually advances more by the person who is selfish rather than selfless. And he argues that, you know, the person who's 100% selfless, they tend to defer to other people when it comes time to making decisions. And while the actual selfish person, they choose to act. Right. They choose to create. They choose to do things. They make things happen. Therefore, society has ultimately moved forward rather than standing still. I, I just think it's an interesting question for sure. And uh, and for me, you know, I like the middle ground here, uh, leaning harder towards the selflessness. You know, I think being selfish uh, you may advance some things, but you you can't do generational impacting things because it's ultimately all about you. It's all about self. Selfishness, it works, right? It, it works up to a certain point. It makes things happen, but it's quite limiting, right? It only goes so far. I don't think you can truly build anything great with the heart posture of selfishness because to build something great, you need other people. And people simply will not go along with you if they cannot get along with you. But I actually agree with this guy that the person who is 100% selfless actually is more detrimental. And I want you to hear me out on this. I'm saying the person who is on the extreme end, right? The extreme end, it's that that's the focus of this podcast today, that extreme end. Right. So hear me out. The extreme end of being selfless. So call it. What if you're the key? I want to read you something from the Bible. And it's very, you know, it's a very popular story in the Bible. So popular. In fact, uh, those of the that those people who may may have never even picked up the Bible have at least heard about it. And it's the story about David versus Goliath. Bum, 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 bum. You know, in sports, when the champion is going up against the big time underdog, we say it's a David versus Goliath matchup. And I just want to interject right here. If God was on David's side, if God was with David, then who's the real underdog here? Right. But I digress. So I'm just saying, but let's just check this out. I want to I want to um, I want to read this to you. And this is a conversation that's going on before the throwdown happens. Right. So this is first Samuel 17, 25 through 30. And this is what it says. So the men of Israel said, have you seen this man talking about Goliath who has come up, uh, who has come up? Surely he has come up to defy Israel and it shall be 
that the man who kills this guy, that the king will enrich him. So they're going to get great riches. He will give him his daughter in marriage. So they're going to become royalty. And he's going to give his father's house exemption from taxes. So they're going to, uh, so there's three benefits that's going to happen for the person who kills Goliath. They're going to be rich. They're going to get to marry the king's daughter. So now they're royalty. And now they're never going to have to pay taxes again. Come on. And David overhears this and he's like, hey, um, come again. What did you say? <laughs> we'll be done for the man who kills this Philistine and takes away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered in the same way, you know, hey, you're going to get these three things. Here's what I want you to check out. Now, his oldest brother, Eliab, comes up to him and he heard him speaking. And this is what he says to David. Why did you come here? And hey, who did you leave those few little sheep of yours with, right? In the wilderness. So you're kind of talking down to him a little bit. He said, I know your pride and the insolence of your heart, for you have come down to see the battle. And this is what David David says back to him. Oh, what have I done now? Like, is there not a cause? Is there not a cause? And then he turned away from him and he asked again, hey, what are the benefits? What does the person get for actually takes away this guy? One thing before I jump back into this is um, Eliab kind of comes to him and listen to what he says. I know your pride and insolence of heart. This is what I want us to understand, that active faith always offends passive faith. People who are active, people who, who are passionate, it offends the passive. All right. And so I want to ask you, as you listen to this, was David selfish? Hmm. As you, as you listen to me read that story of the account leading up to the uh, throwdown with Goliath, would you say that David is selfish? See, I don't think he was selfish at all. There was something else stirring within him that was causing him to act. Is there not a cause, he said. And I just want to get clear on some of these benefits, right? That's what he's saying. I just want to get a little clear on some of these benefits uh, that I'm about to be in the possession of. <laughs> See, those benefits, they were just a nice little bonus. They were like icing on the cake. And so as, as David boldly confronted the giant of his day. I want to boldly confront the giant standing in the way of many today. And that's the giant of playing small due to false humility. See, no one wins when we play small. There is a work that we are called to do in a generation that's eagerly waiting on the sons and daughters of God to allow their lights to burn brightly. Y'all, false humility is just as damaging as arrogance and pride. False humility and self-deprecation is the lay down the call that God has placed on each one of our lives. And y'all, and I know while arrogance and pride is to pick up that and to put it in their own hands, but self-deprecation is just as disgusting as self-promotion. I want to propose to you that the person who is 100% selfless does not actually see their true value or their true worth. They tend to be more apathetic, passive, and indifferent. They will not do what it takes to take care of themselves. And when it comes to making decisions, they defer to someone else. So here, here's why I want to start like this is I know that if you're listening to the sound of my voice, that you are a man gifted to do amazing things, that you are a woman called to be a champion in this 
generation. You are men and women who are gifted and created to do amazing things, to be out front and not be hidden in the back. Brilliant lights shining in a culture longing for hope. That's what I believe about you. I want to share with you um, several years ago, my wife, she was finishing up school. We were living in Phoenix, Arizona, and um, we we knew her school was coming to an end, and we were praying about where God was going to lead us. Should we, you know, should we move to Austin, Texas? Should we move to Nashville, Tennessee? And we were looking at all these large cities, and I felt the Lord say, two below Mississippi. And I said, no, no, anywhere but Tupelo, anywhere but Tupelo. For those that don't know, that's where we, we were raised. That's where we grew up. And I said, nobody there cares about health and fitness. Nobody there cares about growth and development, which is a lie, by the way. But that's where I was at at that point. And the Lord spoke clearly to me. He said, there will be no change unless somebody makes a change. And why not you? Hmm. Why not you? Why not me? Hey, why not you? And so we we moved back here. We opened up our businesses, did all those things. We were living here for about 10 years. And um, this is a couple of years ago. I was walking around our neighborhood and I was praying. And I was like, God, why are we here? Like, we've been here for 10 years. Why are we? Why are we here? And he said so clearly to me, he said, why is not the right question. It's not why are we here, but it's what can we do here? And you cannot make a difference if there's indifference in your heart. My friend, why not you? What can you do where you're at? You can't make a difference with indifference in your heart, right? To champ, you know what? I talk a lot about champions and having a champion mindset. I've actually done a podcast on one that you can go back and listen to. But to champions who have a champion mindset, everything matters because how we do anything is how we do everything. See, some people will say, well, here goes just another Monday. It's just another Monday. Is there not a cause? Well, I just can't wait for the weekend. Isn't there a cause to be excited about this very day? Well, that's just the way I am. It's it's my personality. That's the way, way I've always been. Is there not a cause? See, we can we can grow. We can change. We don't have to stay the same. Well, I just, you know, I just don't have anyone who believes in me. I don't have anybody who supports me. Isn't there a cause? Come on, man. Don't wait for someone else. You are made for this moment. You are made for this time in history. There's a generation waiting for you to rise up. Quit hiding in the shadows, my friend. Quit settling. Quit quit with the excuses of lack of belief. In fact, how about you borrow my belief? See, I believe in you. Borrow my belief. A true champion chooses to purposely dominate every area of their life. What if you're the key? What if you are the key that releases regional breakthrough? What if you're the key that forever changes your branch of your family tree? What if you're the key? Um, Acts 17 says that God has created each person for their particular generation, and he has marked out the boundaries in which they live. You know what that means? That means you and I have been strategically called 
to such a place as this, such a time as this. And we can choose to steward well our cities and we can choose to take up the responsibility to rebuild the ancient ruins, to restore the age old foundations, to be the repairs of the breach and the restores of the streets. Or we can lay that responsibility down. Mm. See, it's going to get done. God will find somebody with faith enough to partner with him. But what a shame. What a shame if my name or your name was the first name on his list, but we laid down our responsibility and he had to wait on someone else. Hmm. What if you're the key? See, I know, I know some of you may be listening. You may be saying, well, just, I, you know, I, man, Corey, it's just little old me, tiny little old me. How could, how could that be? Like, it's just little old me, you know? And isn't it interesting <laughs> that a tiny key opens a big old door? It's a small key that opens a big old door. So I, I've got a, I've got, um, you, for those that are listening to the podcast, you can't really see, but I've got a truck key, right? I got a key to my truck. And it's a full-size truck. It's a four-wheel drive, and it's got a ton of horsepower. But if you don't have the key, you can't even get on the inside. You can't even move that truck if you don't have this key. What if you are the key? <laughs> what if you're the one your family line has been waiting on? What if you are the one that your city has been waiting on? Now, I want to read you a couple of Proverbs right here. This is Proverbs 11. Uh, and this is from the Passion Translation. I want you to check this out. The blessing that rests on the righteous releases strength and favor to the entire city. Come on. This is Proverbs 11, 11. The blessing of favor resting upon the righteous influences a city to lift it higher. Come on, man. What if you are the key? Mm. What if you're the key? You know, I just also want to say, if you're listening to this and you've been searching and you're searching for something and there's this there's this feeling of restlessness deep down within you and you've got this sense of, maybe you've got this sense of anxiety or hopelessness or you just have no peace. And maybe you've got all kinds of stuff. you got all these items, your house is filled with all kinds of trinkets and cool stuff. Maybe you want all kinds of accolades and you try to all kinds of things to satisfy these feelings, but you still feel empty inside. Then I want to offer you some hope, my friend. There is a key. There's a key to that as well. And the key is actually a person. His name is Jesus. See, all those feelings deep down inside of you are simply longings for someone, not something. And God so loved you and desires a relationship with you that he sent his son Jesus to wipe away all that stuff on the inside that separates you from his love. And it's by believing in his name, Jesus, that this part of you that's dead but is still searching for something is actually awakened and it comes to life. See, Jesus laid down his life for yours. He was buried and he's raised back to life so that you can have life and that you can have life abundantly. Come on. Isn't that good news? Like, so if there, if that's you and you want to get rid of all that stuff and you want to lay all that stuff down, simply all you got to do is repent of your sins, which means you recognize there's sin in your life. You turn away from that stuff and you ask Jesus. You come to Jesus and you ask for forgiveness and you believe in your heart in the name of Jesus and you will be saved. That's 
new life. And this new life is actually something that happens on the inside of you. You're born again, but it happens in the spiritual part of you, inside of you. And so if that's you and you made that decision, hey, I'd actually, I'd love to hear about that, right? Feel free to comment or email me. But I want to encourage you to do some things, right? First, celebrate your new life. Come on, celebrate, celebrate. No funny dunnies. The word says that there is a party that happens in heaven when somebody makes that kind of decision. Next, I want to to encourage you to begin to read your Bible. The, The word of God is food and it nourishes your soul. It is food for your spirit, right? And a great place to start actually in the New Testament is the book of Matthew. You want to get to know this Jesus, the lover of your soul. It's a relationship and you want to get to know him, right? I'd also encourage you to get plugged into a community of believers who believe the full Bible from Genesis to Revelation, beginning to end. And you want to find, all right, key to this is finding a community of believers who truly know him, who are filled with his spirit, who don't just know facts and figures about Jesus's life, but truly know him. You want to get involved in uh, a community like that. You want to get baptized. See, baptism is actually a physical representation of what happens on the inside of you. You go into the water, you dry, you're buried into the water, and you come up alive, soaking wet with his presence. Come on, that's good stuff. Y'all, I hope today has added value to you. I really do. I hope I've, you know, I know this feels, um, I I like to do encouraging. I like to motivate and inspire, but I never want to speak words that do not produce life. And I hope these words today have pierced you in your heart and they produce life. I want to encourage you, inspire you, motivate you. I believe in you. And and if it has added value to you, I want you to subscribe, give us a review because that helps this podcast get noticed. And if it has added value to you, just uh, I ask that you share it with a friend, share it with a family member so we can get this message of hope out into the world. See, we need more hope dealers and less dope dealers, right? So come on. Hey, hope you guys have an awesome day and God bless.